In today's society, we are absolutely bombarded with messages from the moment that we wake up. Whether it's our technology, phones, computers, televisions, the busyness of work or school, or just life in general, when we stop and we get outside, away from those distractions, the Lord can speak to us in powerful ways. When we go out into the wilderness, all of those distractions shut down and we have time to really get very near to Him. And so it just makes us better to be able to go back into the world. Being in the outdoors, connecting with God, yourself and others in creation that makes lasting change. Combining these two things, coming outdoors and really encountering God, but also using all of these practical skills to be able to take and lead people out, help them to feel comfortable um, and well taken care of out there, does something. It will move folks and it will move in their lives. Rev Wild trains you to be a better leader in whatever community you are in. So ultimately, it is a leadership training. And yes, we will use practical skills of going out into the wilderness, uh, but that's the tool to be able to just share the love of Christ and do it well and to lead others to an encounter with God. So it is a leadership training at its core. You're gonna find yourself fully equipped and prepared to lead people into the outdoors to encounter Christ. Once you've downloaded a packet and signed up with us to become a Rev Wild Outdoor Leader, uh, we will do a nine-week online training. And when we complete those nine weeks, we will head out into the wilderness for several days where we get to do a backpacking trip together. When you come back from that backpacking trip, there'll be a celebration of knowledge. And ultimately, you will be ready and prepared to be an outdoor leader back within your own communities. I feel 100% equipped to take the women that I feel called to um, out in the wilderness to go and uh, just be with him to listen to his voice. We have had folks that just come into fellowship and community that they didn't know that they could experience before as being a part of this training program. Come join us. You can be a Rev Wild Outdoor Leader. Download a packet today. Well, hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I get the sheer pleasure of moving with you today in a revving the word. Before we get going, a quick announcement. And we do these announcements just to keep you in the know, knowing that it will serve some of you who are feeling compelled to try new things and do new things. And a new thing that we have happening is our Rev Wild Outdoor Leadership Training. You have exactly from today, from the moment this goes live, four weeks to get into our next training session. The classes start in June. And you guys, this is all about learning what it takes to be a leader who takes people outdoors to encounter the presence of God, that they might know who they are and what they're living for. There is a 
deep calls to deep with people. And now in a, in this season that we are in and coming out of forefront and people's mind is health, health and well-being and connection back to the outdoors. You feel it. I feel it. I mean, I'm staring right now, right now outside my window and I can see bicyclists and runners. People are outdoors more. One, because we can be there, but two, it is good for our well-being. Well, think about going away and taking people into the quiet, the solitude, the silence, the beauty of nature, deep calls to deep. So if this interests you at all, if you have outdoors on your mind, uh, our, our instructor training, we call them fitness teacher, gospel preachers, lovingly call them that, use that word. This is for a person that feels like a tree hugger, Jesus lover. In other words, you love the outdoors. You know you come alive when you're out there. I would have no greater joy than to show you and lead you into leadership development that then would invite others out. We disciple. That's what we do. The Great Commission. All the ways that we can do that, especially when it comes to moving people's bodies, we are very interested in. And we need your help. The harvest is plenty. Workers are few. Okay. Download a packet. Swipe up. You'll download a packet and talk to an expert today. They'll walk you through it, give you all the need to knows, but we don't want you to miss one month out and we will be packing our bags and heading into the great outdoors, getting wild. All right, you guys enjoy today. Have fun, move your body and thanks for sharing and showing up. See you next time. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Big breath. Inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Let's do that a few times. Inhale through the nose. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Good. Thank you, God. Thank you for breath. The foundation of life. Without it, we're nothing. We cease to exist. Thank you that your breath gives us life. So come today, Father. We're moving our feet. We want to move closer towards you. Wherever you are, that's where we want to be. Thank you, God, that you do not reject us. You don't shame us. You don't condemn us. And in you is newness of life. So we're drawing near. We want life. Shine your light. Lead the way. And we will follow. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we've got a, a steady, well, a few intervals I invite you in today. Remember, everything, everything is optional. This is a get to. Our flesh, our body can profit, profit us nothing. Jesus tells us back in John 6 that the spirit gives life, body can profit us nothing. It's our, our flesh that gets in the way. 
it doesn't have to. I want you right now in your mind's eye, see yourself gathering yourself up. You're bringing even your sadness, your grief. Did you know a lot of anxiety and depression is connected to unprocessed grief? We've never sat still long enough to feel, to mourn. Because in this life, it's looked upon as weakness sometimes because we've got to keep going, we've got to keep turning the wheel, moving things forward. But it is that unprocessed loss, mourning, that's for many causing illness, disease. So let's just turn that light on today. and let whatever needs to come to the surface of your skin come. Feel. Think. Is there anything you're trying to avoid? Is there anything, a darkness that you are afraid of? Holy Spirit, we ask. Our scripture for today. John 8, 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The light of life for those walked with Jesus, for those who follow him as a disciple, a follower, it's not to be taken lightly. Who are you following? Who are you following? Come on. If it's anyone or anything that causes you to feel stressed, bless them falling behind and listen it's not them because <laughs> we don't fight flesh and blood but how the how the enemy might be using that situation to snag you darkness versus light God wants to give us light <laughs> that we we do not have to walk into obstacles. We don't have to trip over things. Right? Come on. Sometimes, maybe you have an exercise today. I want you to just turn the lights off. <laughs> Go in your pantry. Pitch black. Turn the lights off. 
try to find what you need. Two things come to mind. Confusion and frustration. Right? Suddenly, everything where I knew where it was, because we like control. And that's the opposite. Control is the opposite of loss. Disappointment. Control is us knowing exactly where we are keeping things, a plan, an organized situation. But in darkness, when the lights go out suddenly, <laughs> we feel confused. Now wait a minute. Suddenly the thing that was right there before you is gone. Gone. And then frustration. Because you know it's there. But you can't get it. You can't find it. And I'm talking pitch black. Did you ever notice even here on the earth? Darkness isn't even darkness. Pitch black. It's hard to find because your eyes will always adjust to darkness. It will. It's like our eyes, our bodies are set for our eyes to be the place where light gets in. We're meant for light. We're meant to come out of darkness. On a scale of one to 10 right now, I want you to be moving towards an eight. Come on, you're invited to that place. Otherwise, ignore me. You don't have to go there. Everything's to get to. Get in your body. What are you feeling? What do you need? light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus tells us that we are the light of the world. I said everything about your bond design, like a plant on a windowsill. You will lean towards the light. As a human being, alive and well, the only time there's usefulness for darkness. It's useful for us. Ever tried to go to sleep with the lights on? <laughs> right? That will confuse you too. There are times that we're meant to rest. And we need darkness. We need it. God uses it. But make no mistake, we were made for the light. Yeah. 
I invite you right now. Invite the Holy Spirit. The, the verb of God, the activity force of God. To turn its light on and search it. And find it. Follow the thread behind the door of confusion or frustration. So if you follow those far enough, I think you'll find sadness and you'll find anger. So what is it? Follow it and let the light lead you and use your darkness for your healing. Let it rise like the noonday sun. Hey, don't forget to lift your shoulders, draw them back, put them in your sockets, keep your eyes wide and open, and let the light in. Observe. Be observational. God is on the throne. Let his light shine. Fractal on a breaking wall. I see you, my friend, and touch your face again. Miracles will happen as we dream. But we're never gonna survive unless we get a little crazy. No, we're never gonna survive. light and momentary affliction <laughs> this light and momentary darkness and confusion is providing something greater for you because God is with you and in you who shall you fear not even the darkness is dark to him nor to you because the light of life is in you Friends, we're going to have to walk through and sit in some seasons of darkness. Some seasons. And I'm here to train you to be the person that keeps walking. Not in darkness, but in the light of life. Some days your walk... <laughs> which just means forward movement, 
looks like sitting upright and breathing. That you will not come down. That you have been called to a faith calling. It says whether abounding or basing, whether in the light or in the dark, whether well-fed or hungry, anything, confusion or knowledge, frustration or blissful freedom, I will follow. Light of life, follow. Darkness is not darkness to him. And just as your eyes will adjust in darkness, he will help transform any situation where grief and loss feels like too much. We're going to do some 30-second surges followed by a 30-second recovery. Lights on, lights off. You're the same person. Breathing, living, having your being in a good and holy God. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Go, 30 seconds. Surge it up with your breath. If you can't do it with the breath, don't do it. Recover. Well done. Pull back. Lights on or lights off. You're following. Something to remember here. Genesis 1 through 2. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the Spirit of God hovered over the darkness. Go. 30 seconds. Bring it back. Darkness. <laughs> it's the design of God. He's not afraid of it. He used it. His spirit hovered over it. He reigns and rule over all things. All things. 
Get ready. Go. 30 seconds. Go. Have fun. If it doesn't feel like an opportunity, you're in the limbic brain. You're doing fitness from fear. Do it from faith that this is producing light and life in you, a lightness of life, a light in your life. You are a city on a hill. Recover. So good. Holy Spirit, come. Leave. Turn on the light. So I opened this show talking about unprocessed things. Things that we just, you have that closet in your house. You hope nobody opens that door. Go, 30 seconds. You can have the Pinterest home where everything is so orderly. You know exactly where it is. Your label maker is your best friend. And that's beautiful. It's wonderful. But what about that closet? And maybe not a closet, but the drawer that you just hope nobody sees. It's dark, it's a mess. Recover. And when life overwhelms us, we tend to just take that thing and throw it in the closet. Especially, listen, some of us, we, we know we, we mourn, or we process it, but then we get tired of waiting and being sad and we just say, enough is enough. When we haven't had the light lead us out, go. Only God, God can tell you when enough is enough. There are some things that feel so dark and so sad that in our very highly producing society, we say, I don't have time for that. I got a mother. I've got a job. Breathe. Recover. So I give you these workouts. Give you a space. I, I can only set you as free as you are of your deepest and heaviest. Pain. God uses both. Darkness, light, all of it will glorify Him. One minute, go. One Pay attention to your core. Breathe. Engage. You have 30 more seconds. Come on. Lift your feet up as if you're suspended from the heavens. Something is lifting you up. 15 seconds. Come on. Uh-huh. Relax your shoulders. Open your collarbone. Fill your belly. Breathe. 
recover. God wants to give you sight. He wants to give you wholeness of heart. Yeah. Follow him. Once upon a time, you walked and lived in darkness, but not anymore. You've been called into his marvelous light. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Whatever you want for this one minute. The I is for integrity, innovative career. You're doing it right. Can you soften more? Can you find some places in you? Your chest where you carried that stress. That pain. Can you open an offer? Soften. Widen. Last minute. Go. Legit. Last minute. And then we will pull down. Come on. One minute. Hit it. the strongest athletes, warriors, they're aware of their weakness. <laughs> the prideful they don't pay any attention to it. They don't have the, the guts to be aware, to be slowed down. Three, two, recover. They're too, too in their flesh. The body profits us nothing, but the spirit gives life. And when we follow Christ, we're following the spirit. He does not contradict himself. That's another part, kills confusion. We experience things in life and we think we assume God must not be here. That's crazy. He was the God that in the beginning hovered over the waters and the darkness and the chaos. He was God over that messy closet. Disorder, it's nothing to him. He brings things into order. But if we're too locked up in our flesh, are striving, are performing, our numbers, our results. That's where, that's where an athlete or a warrior loses ground. They're not teachable. They let one big failure or disappointment define them instead of changing the pace slowing down enough to listen and learn. I've told you, you can't hear a secret <laughs> if you're running. I can't tell someone a secret if they're running. I've got to shout that. I've got to use my lungs. And listen, I feel the man here on the earth, man shouts, encourages, sometimes jeers, sometimes 
shouts things that are not kind. But God whispers. He doesn't need to yell. And God, in darkness, is an element of intimacy. Nobody else can go with you. In the darkness, I don't know where they are. But I know I'm not alone. God is with me. This is why we hear people tell us all the time that their times of sorrow and suffering, although they do not want to go back, right? Of course not. We're not signing up for pain. We're not, we're trusting whether in pain or in plenty, wherever he leads me, I will go, I will breathe, I will look, I will see, I will turn my head to the, to the heavens and to the mountains and the hills where my help comes from. There are seasons, <laughs> but we have not been overwhelmed or overcome because Christ did it, finished it. The cross is a finished work. So friend, turn your heart towards him. Go ahead and go. Go into that disorganized chaos, that confusion, that frustration. He doesn't take you there to punish you. <laughs> He'll take you there and you will know his pleasure because in that place he is never more near. And more than anything, intimacy. He wants intimacy with you. He wants nearness with you. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna attach yourself to many things in this world, things that cannot satisfy. So he asks us to let go of our grip, soften, release, pull back, breathe, <laughs> and cling to Jesus, cling to him. Be found in him more than anyone, more than a best friend, a husband, a child, a wife, a co-worker, anyone, lean into Jesus. And it doesn't mean you're going to have to pick up your pace. He's not going to shout at you. He's going to whisper. And a whisper from God can call Gideon out of the cave. Gideon, darkness is over. Come out of the cave, mighty man of valor. Only God the Father calls what is not as if it is. So even though it feels darkness, and it is darkness, light is coming. Every day tells us the cycles and the seasons of God. Every hour the light changes. And in the night we rest. We regenerate. Thank you, God, for this time together. Thank you that you are renewing our minds, healing bodies, healing brains giving us newness of life, that we walk in the light of life with you. We love you. Praise your name, Jesus. In your holy name, amen.